Okay. I'm very excited because the person that you're about to hear from is someone that I don't want to say trolled on the internet, but I kind of did. And today we have Carl from Summer House on the line. Um, Carl, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, then this probably won't make any sense. But Carl's on Bravo's TV show, Summer House. Jordan and I are obsessed with Summer House and have come to get to know Carl a little bit and love him dearly already. And he's here to talk beauty and stuff with us today. So welcome, Carl. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's Friday night. We're having a post-work chat, so we'll try and get to the chase on all the stuff we want to talk about today. Well, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Before I forget, we were practicing really hard before we started. You have, <laughs> you'll never be an official beauty if you don't do the intro. So before I forget to introduce my own show, which I do every single time we record something, I'm Sylvia. And I'm Carl. <laughs> and this is Beauty. And Stuff. Oh, see, we were so good. That was probably the was best good. time it's ever happened. I feel good about that. I'm. Uh, this is a really exciting day to be talking because we started watching Summer House before we started watching Vanderpump Rules. And the very first episode of Summer House is very jarring if you have no idea what's happening. So we've been <laughs> binge watching Vanderpump Rules to get caught up to the season where they finally intersect with Summer House. And we watched that episode last night. Wow. That's our so yeah. That's a, that was our in introduction hours. to the to the Bravo world was the crossover. I think it was Stassi's birthday in in the Hamptons. Exactly, it was her birthday. There was obviously drama getting to get there, and so it just felt like we've been working really hard to get to that point. And last night we finally got there. So I actually finally. overheard Jordan on his work conference call being like, "We finally got to the crossover episode." Like, are you bragging about <laughs> that at work? He was. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think for us, it was a huge cosign. To have an established, well, if you think about it, an established show like Vanderpump, but also if you, if you really go deeper, Real Housewives crossover yeah. to Vanderpump Rules. So that's how they decided was the best idea to get our audience kind of generated because we do have a similar, I think, vibe you could say to the Vanderpump crew, maybe a little bit more rambunctious and and flirtatious. Let's say <laughs> that's very diplomatic way of putting that. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, um, I, I made the joke. I made the joke, and I think maybe you saw the episode. But I was like, uh, "We have real jobs in the summer house versus just being a bartender and a waitress." Totally. Well, and like Jordan, and I keep laughing. Like, do you really work there? Do you know how to pour drinks? Because you, we always go by the intro. You know how every season there's like all the people and what they're doing, and like some yeah. people just like move their hand like this. I'm like, okay, you've never served a table in your life, and as someone who did that <laughs> for a long time, I feel like I can call bullshit on that. But that's partly why we love summer house so much. Is that, and I think we've mentioned this to you before, is like. We are all young professionals who are just hustling and trying to like make a go of our lives. And then you get to capture your weekends on the show. So it's not like you're all coming from this place of like crazy privilege and you're, you know, housewife in that way. You guys are yeah. like working actual jobs, which we are going to talk about your actual job as well, too. Let's do that. No, I think that's the unique part about Summer House is the fact that, I mean, what appealed me when it originally kind of came about was it's it still focuses on the New York City lifestyle of working hard and playing hard. Right. And they they wanted that organic, uh, like, okay, like not just want to be actors or want to be models or just random people. We, they really wanted to have a thread of people that went to college and have jobs and are still like trying to let loose and have fun, but also... yeah. Keep it all together. <laughs> totally. And you're also like age appropriate for my age group, I feel like. Is that well, I'm, a, I'm 30, I think that shows how old I am. 
I'm 35, but I probably act like I'm 25 still. Um, hey, I'm into that. Yeah. I'm I was, 34. I was, a, I, was, I was a late bloomer, so I'm, I'm getting, getting a lot of my system in my mid-30s. Were you not a partier when you were younger? No, I didn't. True story. I mean, even like the first time I got drunk in high school, I didn't really like it. I got sick. And then I played yeah. sports. So I was always like, that was too important for me. And all the other, the, the kind of the, the kids that drank were kind of seen as degenerates. And then even in college... Didn't really get heavy into drinking until probably later on in college. Uh, yeah. It was more because I played sports a little bit in college, too. So it was the focus was, was school and, you know, athletics, not party. I'm so proud of you to be hearing this. Thanks. So I was also a late <laughs> drinking bloomer, too. Not that there's anything to brag about in either direction, I guess. But yeah. in, in like my high school, I was always friends with the people who were a grade above me. But I had a minivan, so I had to DD all the time. So, like, I wasn't <laughs> drinking. I was driving my drunk friends around That's in my funny. minivan and pretending to be somewhere that I wasn't. And my parents actually got divorced in the middle of all of this. So, like, they were keeping tabs on me, but it was also, like, no one had cell phones. So I, the one time I got caught was because I parked on the side of the road and we, like, hiked this trail into the woods. Like, I went to high school in kind of a rural place. And my dad was like, I drove by and saw my car parked. And I was like, shit. Oh, shit. shit. So, but I wasn't drinking. Like, I was still, I was like, well, I was sober. Like, I was doing the right thing. So I didn't drink I was, for a long I time. I was a DD. I was oh. a DD in high school for a bit. And I also worked. So, like, I would work on Friday nights and not, Same. you know. I mean, def- I had some times where I got drunk in high school, but it was not yeah. a, a really big part of my, my existence. Same. And that's actually part of what I wanted to talk to you about because when I was in high school, I'm pretty sure I never got drunk. I think I just got high on sugar because I used to split a four-pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade when I wasn't driving with my best friend. And we were like, we're so drunk. And I was like, no, we just drank like 60 grams of sugar in 10 minutes. That's uh, probably what's wrong with us. Well, Mike, Mike's Hard Lemonade was a beautiful product back in the day. I think, it was. You know, they made they made a beverage that was easy to easy to drink, and <laughs> I think just a lot different than your typical you know Bud or or Miller right. or any kind of any kind of Molson or Canadian beer for that matter. Totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's packed with sugar, and it doesn't even say how much sugar is on the label. Like you just drink it and hope for the best, and that's how a lot of alcohol has been over the last totally you know, forever. Let's say forever. So. I think that's a very good segue to what your real job is. And so if yeah. you watch Summer House, you've probably seen a teaser, but Carl works for Loverboy with Kyle and Amanda, who are also on the show. Um, but talk about Loverboy, because for me, I have like a, another way I want to take this later too, about kind of fitness and being a bit healthier, but this was a perfect segue. I am so over drinking. I don't, I don't try not to eat a lot of sugar anyway. So like I love smart sweets. Um, I'm trying to like moderate how much sugar I'm actually eating every day. So when it comes to drinking, that's probably where I trip up the most, but you have a solution for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think kind of the genesis of Loverboy, which, you know, for everybody listening is, you know, we, we created a, a brand from the ground up. It's basically a, a better for you alcohol brand. And I think part of the, the challenge with alcohol is a lot of alcohol comes from big companies and companies that I don't think really have a, a real good pulse on what their consumers are looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, in any other category in food and beverage, you can pull up, you can grab the can or the label and know what you're putting in your body. Right. Alcohol is not like that. You, I mean, I dare you to grab a bottle of wine that you're drinking or any kind of beer you're drinking. It might say calories, but it doesn't yeah. say actually like sugar content, carbs. You know, some of the, you know, Michelob Ultra, I think, was kind of the first that really you know, navigated that this better for you, healthy, fitness minded, uh, alcohol. Right. So we, on the show, Summer House, we drink a ton of alcohol on the weekends. <laughs> and I think 
the first two summers we were drinking, you know, twisted tea, which yeah. again is similar to Mike's hard lemonade with a lot of sugar. We were drinking a lot of rose, which also has high sugar. And out of that, you know, we were like, we're giving all this brand rep- representation to Budweiser and these big companies that aren't really, I, I, I don't know, there's not a lot of personality behind it. So we, right. you know, we're like, why don't we create something that has low sugar, has transparency, you can read the label, you know what's in it, and it's all really good ingredients. And it actually comes from people you know the story about, and you can actually find them on Instagram. It's not just like some random brand. So we combined all those things, and, you know, out of... You know, almost two and a half years of development. Here we are right now. It's for sale. Unfortunately, only in the United States at the moment. But I know we're, we're, we're working, working on, on expanding <laughs> to Canada. But yeah, we've got a sparkling hard tea. It's no sugar. Uh, we like to say good times, no regrets. <laughs> I love we, that. We also, you know, developed a, a product. It's a wine-based product. Uh, it's called a Loverboy Spritz. It's basically a canned cocktail, and that also has only two grams of sugar. High quality ingredients. And the thing Amazing. is, you don't get hangovers when you have a ton of sugar. So people yeah. need to start understanding what they're putting in their body like if you eat a large pizza you're probably gonna have heartburn so like right. you need to know what you're putting in your body so if you have 15 margaritas on taco tuesday you're gonna have a hangover <laughs> for sure and i so the wine spritz just launched so that just launched sorry last week and you can get that online across the u.s in most states right 40? yeah I'll, I'll, I'll kind of i'll explain kind of the, like the, the key that people don't yes, really understand obviously please. our show is our show is you know broadcasted throughout Canada, obviously, in other uh, states. We're in a bunch of other countries. Here in the United States, uh, the, the sparkling hard tea that we developed is taxed and distributed like a beer. Right. And beer is very different than liquor and wine in the United States. I'm sure also in Canada to some degree. So the, the tea that we have is only available in certain states because of we have to strike distribution agreements in each of these states, even Canada as well. With the wine, the Loverboy Spritz, it's a wine-based. And wine, you can actually ship direct to consumer across most of the states here in the oh, United States. Oh, interesting. Well, I guess that's like so, here too. So that's, yeah, I mean, I'm sure in Canada it's similar. You can order a bottle of wine from somewhere and get it to your door where you can't order a case of like Molson to your door. I've never thought I mean, about that, but you're right. Yeah, most most alcohol purchases are typically spontaneous. You're at the store. Oh, I'm going to have friends over tomorrow. I'll grab a six pack. But like, or I need to go grab a six pack right now. People right. don't plan ahead four days to order alcohol typically. Um, but it is a nice option during this quarantine time. To I was going to say, I'm door. planning constantly. Every time so, I have like one drink, I'm like, well, before, my next before one? <laughs> I think, before things kind of, you know, pivoted to where we're, you know, all staying inside yeah. and you can't go out as much. Uh, so we're lucky. We have something for everybody. You know, if you can't, if you're not in a state in the U S that doesn't have our tea yet, you can order our stuff online. I hope in Canada to get the tea up there soon. There also is ways to get it into Canada easier. We can modify our formula to not have a beer base and maybe make it a wine base, and that could actually help us get into the state easier. Oh, very so, cool. We're able to pivot quickly because we're a small company, and that's like yes. another part of its advantage of being a startup is we can quickly make decisions and go, oh, let's go to this direct-to-consumer route because we can during quarantine. Totally. I actually think it's really cool because it's funny. Before, we were like fairly new to Summer House. One of our friends was like, you must – watch summer house and we were like what is this and so i asked my best friend because she's my gauge of like reality tv like well, i like it she was like how have you not been watching summer house so anyway we've also got a lot of people onto it but this is new for us in the last like three or four months i would say so as we were watching it i was like oh my god can we you hadn't started talking about lover boy on the show yet so i'm like can i make my own twisted tea because i googled twisted tea it took i think it said i'm gonna get this wrong something like three hours of exercise to burn off a twisted tea like yes, one it's true 
True. Not all of the ones that you're going to drink. No. So No, like one, and we were drinking the season one and season two. Kyle is from the Northeast. <laughs> and, and yes. Boston, Boston and New Hampshire and Vermont are very large, I guess, tea drinking culture. Right. Um, and Twist, Twisted Tea came from Boston Beer Company. He would bring, oh, Kyle would bring the, the, tall, the tall boys to the house. And I would have two or three tall boys a weekend. And that's, you know, a, a marathon I've got to run to burn that stuff off. Oh, my God. Like, it's funny. Well, I used to work at a restaurant in Nova Scotia, and we had to keep, um, like, brewed, non-sweetened iced tea because of the traffic that would come from the east coast of the U.S., and that was, like, what they drank. So I totally, yep. like, understand. Or, like, the cruise ship <laughs> circuit would stop in, and they are like, do you have sweet tea was what they wanted if it was. Sweet that's tea. how it works, right? Sweet tea has the sweetening. Obviously, it does. It didn't make no sense if it was otherwise. But anyway, it was so weird. So I looked that up. I was like, Jordan, can we make our own tea? And he Googles it. And that's actually how we found Loverboy. And I was like, oh. So we need to keep watching. So anyway, thanks for taking the work out of it from us. We'll get it in Canada eventually, I'm sure. And yeah, one no, day, we're, we're, we're we'll working get it on it. I think, too. I, think, I think what's cool about you know being on a TV show and having a company and, and learning more about the brand is I think consumers these days are looking for companies and brands that they feel like they know or they understand the backstory. Totally. That's what's helping. That's what's helping us get into some of these markets. Is our c- consumer and our customers and our fans are actually helping us out, which is yeah. I think amazing. That's the power of social media and TV. Totally. Um, so hopefully soon, we're 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 gonna have we're gonna make some inroads. It just I think the COVID is actually what slowed most of this down. Totally. Be yeah. Well, we're keeping our fingers crossed. The other thing that we should note, and we'll post pictures of this on Instagram when this episode goes live, but the branding is so beautiful, and it's like one of those things that. I, I was watching one of your um, Instagram lives where they were like, is this a brand for dudes? And some people were like, you got to change it to like lover girl for guys. And I was like, no, it's <sighs> so beautiful. I think it's perfect. You have to drink your lover boy proudly. I know tons of guys who would think the branding's beautiful or are fans of the show and would drink it because they would have gotten to know it that way. I think there is no reason that the name needs to change to lover girl, <laughs> lover girl. for those who can't handle it. No, I mean, it, I've we've had some people like say, that, "Oh, your name's like too inclusive," and we've had a lot of a variety. <laughs> too of things. inclusive, I mean, honest, interesting. <laughs> you can't win anymore. Like no, any you, name, you can't. Yeah, like lover, lover, non-binary. Like, what am I supposed to say? I mean, I obviously, I think we're supportive of all walks of life. Lover of boy course. is for everyone. Uh, the name for us stood out, and for fun, our show is actually famous for we were working for the weekend and a famous yeah. 80s a famous 80s band actually canadian uh the band loverboy and everybody's okay. working, working for so <laughs> it all kind of came together in some weird way the, the product and brand story came out of a reality show it comes out yeah. of hustling and working hard but also getting your ass totally. up in the morning and working and you can drink yep. a bunch of loverboy and feel great the next day so totally. for guys and girls it's, it doesn't doesn't discriminate I completely agree. And I think that you guys are all people who have shown on the show, too, that you are exceptionally inclusive and there is nothing about the name that should make it's, people turn their people noses just want to People just all. like the bitch. I've had a couple they, things in New York City where people are coming up to me and, you know, you're going to hear it all. And honestly, if they're, if they're talking about it, they're doing something right. You know, we, totally. can, we can talk to that and we try to, you know, we try to give back and include everybody. Absolutely. As Taylor Swift said, the haters are going to hate. <laughs> To quote, to quote Taylor Swift. Um, Love Taylor. I need to talk about drinking in our younger years again for a minute because it relates back to fitness and it does get back to lover boy again in certain ways. So I grew up not playing sports at all. I was a dancer. I did like jazz tap and ballet. I also, it sucks because I wasn't a cool dancer either. Like I took the most rigid 
boring. Like when I see you guys having your fun dance parties in Summer House, I'm like, I wish I was a fun dancer. Like I, Jordan says I dance like a Peanuts character when I'm like fun dancing because I just didn't learn how to dance that way. So like that really sucks for me. But anyway, I was not athletic, but I was super active. So I was dancing like five days a week. You are certainly moving a lot and burning a lot of calories, whatever. I also, like I mentioned, was a DD, so I was never really drinking, and so it wasn't a big deal. When I started dancing was when I went to university, and when I went to university happened to be when my alcohol consumption spiked the most. And when I, I was looking back at pictures recently, and I was like, even a, a few years ago when I was still like, I, w- I mean, I would say I am now like a weekend, have a couple glasses of wine kind of person. Um jello shots mike's hard lemonades whatever like garbage weird cold shots like so much trash i was so swollen everywhere and i was actually going back (laughs) through pictures for something the other day and i was like who i my face was in yeah and i honestly think it was mostly from the alcohol and all the sugar that i was eating and i also didn't know like how to properly take care of myself so when i was like exercising I was going to the gym and talking to boys and guess what that doesn't do it doesn't help you get into shape at all and then when I finally yeah it doesn't and then when I finally met Jordan he played sports and so I was like well I'm not gonna work out like you because you're a hockey player and I don't like I don't have he's a foot taller than me so there's a solid 100 pound at least difference between the two of us and it's like I, I can't exercise like you. I couldn't lift weights. I couldn't do whatever. So for the longest time, I didn't know how to exercise. I was drinking and eating shit and just like did not know. I discovered I had a dairy allergy probably like nine years ago. And that was a big switch for me to at least start like reading the label of what I was eating because I had to be so careful and dairy is like sneaky and everything. And sure. then when we moved to Toronto, we moved into a building that had a gym and like we weren't super close to a larger gym. So we were just like, okay, we're going to exercise here. So Jordan used to get me to work out with him. It was the worst. And I was like, I'm not a boy. I shouldn't be working out like this. I can't do this. And in my head, I was like, I just can't fast forward to that was six or seven years ago. Now, I guess fast forward to last year, I joined a boot camp gym. Which I know you like your Barry's boot camp, which is why I'm on a very long. <laughs> you're like, where are that. you possibly going? Well, you'll no, complain about well, me, Carl. Is like, I can circle back eventually. <laughs> that was well done. You're, you're good at this. <laughs> so I started at this boot camp gym last January. I have never felt more empowered to do seriously, like not even at the gym, but outside of the gym. I am lifting weights and throwing plates around and using battle ropes and doing all this shit that Jordan told me that I should do years ago, but I completely ignored. I was working out for like, not for my body type. And now I'm like shocked at how much better I feel. So I work out probably four times a week now. And then we run and stuff once in a while, but I used to run all the time and I just wasn't seeing anything from it. And now I yeah. go to boot camp and I have wicked people that I work out with and I've never felt better in my life. I love that. Well, I mean, I think sometimes everybody's different. I think a combination of working out and also diet and being mindful of what you're putting in your body. I mean, it's, I think learning that you're, you know, having a dairy issue is also an important part. I mean, I, I've also learned just as far as like, I I don't have a gluten allergy, but there's certain foods from a gluten standpoint that I can't, I can't have. Same here. Um, So I think, yeah, I mean, being smart about what you think, you know, garbage in, garbage out. If you put the right things in your body, you're going to feel a lot better. And I think you know, with the workout stuff, I love, you know, Barry's Bootcamp's been um, something I've been doing for, I mean, it's it's probably one of the largest, most successful fitness brands in the world. Um, yeah. 
they've they've really made a name and it, it is a good workout i will say it's expensive so i've been lucky i've been able to work some free classes due to my uh z, z list celebrity status oh. <laughs> um but no z list as we like to call it in canada yeah z list but yeah <laughs> i think the berries part is it's a combination of running and weights i think some women and i'm this is just a guess they're afraid of weights because they think they're mm-hmm. gonna get bigger and bulkier but i think what women understand is if they use low uh or lighter weights and you know more repetitions and they yeah. combine that with with cardio and um you know different stretching and stuff i think they've would be surprised it actually helps you lose weight so or helps totally. you get in better shape yeah um so yeah i love berries berries made a little appearance on the show this season <laughs> we um there's a there's a berries boot camp close to the summer house so we typically on saturday mornings will go there and sweat out friday night's alcohol what time were you going to those classes by the way sorry to interrupt you it really a- like i'm commend your dedication 8 8 a.m oh that's not terrible okay it's not like but six. i will say like i don't know about you your listeners but for me like i love starting my saturday with a good workout go to get coffee yeah. get like a bagel or a breakfast then start drinking um yeah. <laughs> but you know more and more I, i've i've been being mindful about that but i i think saturday morning workouts is one of my favorite things I love working out on the weekend because it feels like you have nowhere, especially now, nowhere to be. And so you can just kind of like look after yourself a little bit more. Like today, I literally had my, I'm doing Zoom boot camps through my gym and I'm like doing lunges and typing emails. And I was like, if someone were to see me right now and we all have our cameras on at the gym and I'm like, everyone's looking down my shirt. They probably weren't, but like, and I have nothing to offer anyway, so it really wouldn't matter. But I was like doing like all this shit, like typing emails as I'm doing this. And I was like, at least I can do this right now. You're multitasking. Yeah. On Saturday, I'm not doing that. It's like, that is my time. But I think it's very important that we pause for a moment and circle back to Barry's bootcamp. So we're not going to spill any lover boy because it's too precious to throw around right now, but let's spill some <laughs> twisted tea on some lover boy stuff. So you, I want to talk about your dating life a little bit, but can we talk about this first? You sure. were dating a girl from Barry's boot camp while I, you were also raising some money for a great charity. Yes. Well, I was going to say, what is that? What, what is your happened? definition? of? Da- what's your definition of dating? Oh, my definition. Okay. Oh, that's a good question. I also, I I should, I have not been single for an extremely long time. So 22 year old Sylvia would say dating would have been like going, hanging out with someone like regularly. Like you're, you're, yeah, you're, you hang out with someone for a period of time. Like for example, yeah. the reason I ask, okay, Bravo, the TV world has a way of making things look a lot more serious than they probably are. Right. Um, you know, with, with this particular Barry's boot camp, you know, my big thing was, I love working out there. There's a trainer who's really good. The whole idea is when we're in this Hampton summer house, we're on the, you know, having fun. We, I think we neglect to give back to our local community and right. we have the platform to do so. So we've been filming this show for four years now yeah. and none of us have yet to give back in any large way to the local community. And there's a hospital right. here in the Hamptons that serves the entire uh, Hamptons area. So if you're drunk okay. at a bar in the Hamptons, this is where you would go. If you sprain your <laughs> right. ankle on a, out of Barry's boot camp class, you go to this hospital. Every season of our show, someone from our cast has gone to the hospital. Oh, no. <laughs> this season, I was like, regardless of what was going on in dating life, I wanted to throw some, a fundraiser. And Sarah, yeah. the trainer, was an ideal candidate for a lot of reasons. She's a really good trainer. People would come to her class. They would come to support me too. Fast forward also just within my relationship with Lindsay. Right. Um, who's a girl that you know I've been really close with. And there was... In my head, we went on one date and we were, 
I had to break up with her. Oh. So I love Lindsay, but it, there was a lot of just TV stuff that makes it. It's like we literally were best friends. We had hooked up and it got out and we were like, let's give dating a try. It just didn't work out. I'm happy. You know, I'm just, I'm a better, better place now, but yeah, it's like I, people are like, oh, you you broke up with Lindsay. I'm like, I went on one date with her. How am I breaking <laughs> up with someone? Like, isn't that just what dating is? Like you, yeah. you realize it's not working out. Like, so we dated and we're good, but it's not breaking up. Totally. So, I think you have to break up with someone once you are their boyfriend, girlfriend. boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever your so title is. But there's, I, but but I there's think no you way have to be a title. It. Yeah, and we weren't. But long story mm. short, that that situation that's shown on TV is they only show me at Barry's boot camp and asking out the trainer and basically in front of Lindsay, who I'd been had on been on a date with. Right. But there's things that had not been displayed. I mean, we had had some fights. I was in my head already had made up my mind that we should just be friends. You know, right. it's better that way. Yep. And so, so I, you know, the, so the Bravo show doesn't show the charity part. They just show me right. asking a girl out. Now, from that point on, I think what's hard for people that don't participate in these shows or it's hard to really trust a lot of people and what their right. motives are, especially when it comes to like you're dating and there's cameras involved. She was someone as soon as the cameras like after that date with the where you, or you watch uh, me ask her out in between that and then the time we went on camera to a date, she was like contacting her agent like I want to get paid and oh, asking no. me about contract and asking to talk to producers because she thinks she should be a cast member. And that's from there, like, I actually, I liked her. She was, I like women that are more active and fit. Um, she, had, you know, was a taller, more athletic type girl. I'm six foot five, she's 220 She's super pet. hot. Like, okay, yeah, I'll say it. She was a, gorgeous. She's a, gor- she's a gorgeous yeah. girl. And we had a similar, you know, similar vibe. I enjoyed, it didn't seem too serious. We're kind of getting yeah. down. But the entire conversation's out off camera consumed of, like, am I going to get paid? Like, all this stuff. Oh, man, that sucks. And... You could kind of see on the date, like I was a little apprehensive because I just can see that there's this is a little something's off. And basically, right. it was like, I don't, I want you to come another weekend. And then she decided <laughs> not to come. And it, it did work out. And I'm glad it didn't. But I think no. I, I was frustrated in the moment this past summer because this, I like literally was being good to this girl, really nice and sweet and trying to like make sure she was cool. But in, in behind closed doors, she was also like basically trying to use me to be on TV. Rich, super, like, really sucks. And I think, like, you're on camera, I would say, pretty forthcoming with the fact that, like, there's some shit going on in your real life. You've been, like, trying to work through some things. And I I think people also forget, too, like, you're still a real person. And just because there's a camera in front of you does not change the fact that, like, you're just trying to be a person. And so when you have a shit day and it happens to happen when someone's filming you, like, that can suck. But I think... It's hard. I mean, I... I yeah, was going to say, like, I, I, went, I went through a lot, you know, professionally as well. I, I had some relationships that also, from a professional standpoint, business perspective, went south during the summer that aren't, it's just, they can't show that because it doesn't make of a course. lot of sense. So I had that. And then, you know, d- trying to date your friend Lindsay and fighting and having everybody, like, question what's going on. And it's like, yeah. who wouldn't want to try and date your best friend if, like, you guys have such fun together and you've already had kind of a fun hookup? Yeah. We went for it. But I think... I, I'm glad I went for it, and now I know that we're just better off being friends. But that happened, and then the Sarah girl kind of blew my face. So then it, from there, I kind of, like, spiral into, like, I just didn't give a shit. I was, like, like, kind of angry about it all. And I resort typically when I'm mad to drinking and partying and just kind of, yeah. like, being self-destructive. So that's that's kind of how my se- summer took a little bit of a turn. It was just I let, you know, a lot of these other things in my life get the best of me. 
Totally. But I feel like you've turned a page. You seem like you're, I, like, in a great oh, place right now. Yeah, I mean, everything that's on TV was nine months ago. So it's, <laughs> Well, yeah, totally. I mean, I could have had a baby in that time. <laughs> you personally could have gotten yes. pregnant and had your could've own baby. And, in had, and had my own personal baby. <laughs> that would have been a really great storyline. I think, <laughs> so it's funny, like, I'm almost 35 I reminded Jordan that I was going to turn 35 in quarantine and that that doesn't excuse not having a present. And I also asked him to buy from someone locally and not like make someone from Amazon pick up something for me that like isn't an essential thing to send. Sure. <laughs> for the record. And I'm not a big birthday person. Like I'm not a Stasi. Like it's my, I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Um, but it was just kind of a funny conversation because it's like, yeah, what do you do in quarantine for birthdays? Like it's such a strange it's hard. thing to it's do. It's hard. When it, um, I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of these. I do messages for some fans and things. Cam- cameo. And oh, yes, Cameo. Oh, you're on Cameo. Lot- okay, we can tell people you're on Cameo. I'm on Cameo. So feel Love free it. to, if you want to leave me leave you a birthday message or whatever it is. <laughs> can I, I buy a, a Cameo of- for my own birthday from you? <laughs> you hey, just, just got to go to the website <laughs> and do it. I, um, Thanks, girl. I'm, I'm amazed by how many people actually use it. It's, it's a cool platform, but a lot of it the is. birthday mes- messages I'm wishing are... It's, you know, in lieu, like they're getting these cameos to someone because they, they can't be there in person. And totally. I, I feel bad for the people that are, that are dealing with it right now, but you got to get creative. I think, you know, Zooms and being able to FaceTime, it helps. It's not the same, but uh, no, it helps. Gotta make the most of it. Totally helps for sure. Um, okay. Are you single currently? I am single, yes. Okay, excellent. You heard it here, probably not first. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but you heard it here. I'll be honest. This is a tough, this has always been a tricky spot for me is I am single, but does that mean I'm looking? Not really. Yeah. Uh, I've really made a commitment to myself to like get myself in order, whether that's. Yeah. A lot, I'm doing a lot of self care, a lot of like reflection. I'm getting, actually, I'm doing therapy for stuff that I didn't ever do before. Amazing. Um, I've, been, I've been meditating. So I'm just trying to get myself to a, a really good place. And I, I don't think that's going to take super long but just refocus and recalibrate um but i also like you know i've had some past relationships that were just kind of like just didn't go great i have a tendency to like really like a girl and then all of a sudden it's like it kind of fades and the girl still is going towards like oh i love this guy i want to marry him and it's like we've been dating for two months right which is also like way too much too soon i i've whether i don't know why it happens to me and i maybe i do know but i've had a lot of girls it's it's like this curve. It's like she's falling for me like at a rate that's like way faster than I'm even like comfortable like considering even moving in or anything. You know right. I mean? Like it just it accelerates quickly. So I've been just trying to pump the brakes on on stuff. I think I think that's very smart. I will say this. Yes. I have some really wonderful single Canadian friends. So I, love, I do love Canadian girls. I've I've always had a fancy for you know, my a lot of my two of my best friends played pro hockey and we spent a lot of time around hockey guys and a lot of Canadian guys and yeah about a lot of Canadian girls and especially Toronto and Montreal and I've always just the personalities they're cool uh down to earth um also down to drink beers and talk sports at least the ones I've encountered and they're also, also very naturally pretty and not as pretentious as some American girls so well New York Canadian bitch I've got okay so here's we'll sidebar this for another time when you're ready <laughs> I have I, I have someone legitimately <laughs> for you who fits all of your criteria i will okay. say that Br- brunette, brunette or blonde brunette well Good, like with blonde that. highlights what's her natural color brown brunette she's brunette. Good. well i i i like women that have their natural hair color because i think oh sorry <laughs> well, not that not that this is I'm what this is over, about 
I'm not as gonna I have like the world's largest up. largest roots of all time history. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say like I overlook it. I mean, it's just I do like when someone has uses their natural hair color, whether they help it I, out or whatever. Fair enough. I think that's well. I I think there's something to be said for that too because it's like I technically am blonde and I don't have brown hair. Like if my hair, if you were to see what this all looked like <clears> eventually, <throat> it yeah. would still be blonder. But I love the look of like. Sometimes you can tell it's like harsh blonde or harsh brunette, and it's like obviously not real. I'm yeah. I'm someone. I took the full house um, class on learning how to do your hair and makeup, which was like Aunt Becky said, less is more. And I have made a statement <laughs> since then saying that Lori Loughlin is not who you should be taking life advice For, from. Yeah, I would say Lori Loughlin is in. She's in some deep shit. She's in some and deep po- shit. Yeah, she did some really screwed up stuff. I, I actually oh pisses God. me off. As, as a guy who worked really hard to get into college and oh. write all the essays and, you know, show up and actually do the work. As someone who didn't play a sport, Carl, do you know how hard it was for you to get into university? I'm sure. I mean, I got, I luckily got in due to academics, but I worked really hard yeah, for that. Yeah, so, me too. Like, totally. No, she, Lori Lachlan, uh, aside from a, her a, makeup tips, shit. And Becky, uh, we can trust Lori Loughlin, not funny. so much. Um, but but no, I, so, I'm, I am single. You know, anybody okay. in mind, I I've always I'm curious, but I think the hardest part right now, especially in quarantine, is I'm I'm an in person person. Like right. I can talk all day on the phone. I'm, I like talking the phone and, and FaceTiming. But there's there's an energy and like a rapport that can't be I think really understood until you actually see. Because I again, I'm a big I'm a big dude. So like. I've had some girls like, oh, they're perfect for it. I meet them and they're five feet tall and I can't date right. a five foot tall girl. I'm sorry. No. It's just Okay, what's work. your height? Let's get your credentials done, just so I'm clear. And again, for a later time, <laughs> when you feel like you're ready, you're, did you say you're six five? I'm six foot five and I'm 220 pounds. Okay, so you are one inch taller than Jordan. You can do a back to back comparison when you meet in person <laughs> eventually. Um, <laughs> That's a that's tall. He's like I said, he's a foot taller than me. I, I could I hugged, see, people think I'm six six, so I, I actually should say six. Oh, so you are like on the okay because he's six four, but he's more on the six three side of six four. I'm so six, you've got some height half, on it. You so you're that. very tall. Yes. So okay. I guess that's that's the challenge. Is I've I've I'm attracted to taller women, but I think taller women are more attracted to me, and it, there's a certain height that's oh, too interesting. much. Interesting. But I have a friend. I think. Okay. So what's your what's your perfect height? Because I think. The person i have in mind might work i mean i like five nine or five ten if i can i think it's okay yeah, yeah i think that might but okay well I, I'll, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm like there's a certain limit it just has to fit right i've dated girls like i said they're smaller than five foot three and it, it's just like it doesn't it just can't work like they're no. i have to get on my knees to like talk to them <laughs> i joked to jordan this morning he was hugging me so i'm five i'm almost five four so jordan's hugging me this morning and i was like can you even see that you're hugging a person when you hug me? Because he's his head is literally so far above me that you can't see me. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, that's why I don't like hugging because I just can't see who I'm hugging. I'm like, right. That's a silly thing to say, but also probably true. Um, okay, so we will sidebar that because I do yeah, think I, I mean, have a perfect match for you. I'm, I'm always open to, to, to talk to people, but I think there is a lot of pressure sometimes that I've been very lucky being on TV and, and meeting a lot of people and yeah. being outgoing. Is I get introduced to a lot of people. And there's always like, I don't know. I just wanted things to happen organically. It's of always course. Nice just like, but where someone's like, oh, you got to meet her. And then I click her pictures and I like get any kind of context. I'm like, this is not someone I'd want to just, no. I'm sorry. I don't know what, what you're thinking here. Can I give you some non-person dating things that I think are helpful as someone who has dated in so long? There's a couple of things that sure. have struck me as so interesting lately. Do you know, do you listen to the uh, podcast Armchair Expert that Dax Shepard does? I, I have listened to, I mean, probably a dozen 
uh, his podcast, mostly with just like his higher profile people. People. So there's a spinoff podcast of that called Monica and Just Love Boys. It's I know 10... Monica, Monica Padman. I don't know her, but I know who she is. Yeah. Know who she is. So Monica has never had a boyfriend, and Dax has a really good friend named Jess who's gay who has slept with everybody. So they do a 10-part dating like side. It's part of Armstrong's Sports. If you went on the thing, you'd find it there. Every episode has like a famous, like not a famous person. I shouldn't say that. It's like there's like counselors or whatever, and they bring in like there's like Dr. Drews in one of them, and they have and some just regular people who are just offering their dating advice. Even as someone I've been married for almost eight years, as someone who has been in a relationship for a really long time, I even found that it was so interesting to go like, okay, why do I do that? Or why do I do this? Or do I need to like, because you're still like, just because you find someone doesn't mean you stop working at that relationship because all this time later, you're still growing and changing and life happens to you and you need to still work on your relationship. Anyway, I've just found it to be one of the most interesting podcast but also because you're in therapy they're so big on like introspection and just like finding the source of why you're doing things that I think you might find it interesting you don't obviously have to listen to it but I just thought it was a very interesting thing I I love I do love Dax and he's got an interesting story um so yeah I I should check that out I mean I don't know like it's I know a lot of people the dating thing and all that is like such good fodder people love talking about it it's like you're so consumed by because that's what that's what summer house like it's like who you dating it's like I'm really, I don't know. It'll come when it comes, I guess. Totally. I met Jordan drunk at a bar when I was 22 years old after I swore I would never even get married. And here we are. So it's like 13 years later and it's, it's crazy. I will give you this. And this is more of a tip for the people of beauty and stuff because it's um, a life hack. But I want to offer you this when you do find someone that you're going to bring home with you the next time. A friend of mine told me last week to put drops of your favorite either essential oil, cologne, or perfume on your toilet paper rolls. I started doing it. It's a game changer. Okay. Interesting. It seems really weird to like like the smell of your toilet paper, but I feel like if you were dating a girl and you put your cologne on your toilet paper, it'd be a pretty impressive thing to like go to the bathroom <laughs> for a second and be like, oh, this smells like Carl in here. That's weird because your bathroom just smells like it. Yeah, and yeah. And your toilet paper does. So anyway, my bathroom smells kind of like an old lady right now because I used perfume that I don't actually like. <laughs> but I think if it was a smell you liked more, it was a good life hack. So anyway, I just wanted I like to that. share that as general advice. But it can be essential oils. It can be like any smell you like. And you don't put it on the top of the roll. You put it on the side of the roll. Because if you don't want one square full of shit. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? No, that's, I've never thought of that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I didn't know either. It's a new thing I've learned in quarantine. Um... <laughs> Those are my two things. <laughs> Listen to Armchair Expert and I put cologne on your toilet paper oily things. <laughs> I know that we are running short on time. I feel like we've oh, okay. One thing I was gonna ask you about beauty, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. Did you get a uh, manicure? Yeah, been, uh right here? Yeah. No, I saw <laughs> I noticed it when we started story. talking so and I didn't my ask. Friend friend I'm living with paint let's paint your nails. So she painted it with like a clear coat like two weeks so ago. You did get a manicure. I've gotten manicures and pedicures before. I think that, like, I was shocked the first time I saw, in Nova Scotia, I never saw guys at nail salons. In Toronto, it is the most common thing ever to have a guy in a nail salon while you're there who is just, like, enjoy- like, the coach of the Raptors used to go to the same nail salon as me. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know who you are. You're getting your nails done. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, like, a perfect, I just, I just noticed you had a gloss going on. So, I just thought yeah, I'd ask Yeah, no, I've no, never done that, but. <laughs> Uh, it was a, a blame it on the quarantine. 
And we'll blame it on the quarantine. Um, thank you for coming on here. This has been yeah, wonderful. I feel me. like I could talk. See, here's the thing. You're likable. People want to talk to you because you're easy to talk to. And I think that's maybe part <laughs> of your problem is that you're a likable guy. And now people know who you are. So they're like after you. But I think you're doing the right thing by taking time for yourself, working on you. Going to therapy, all those things are wonderful, and it will bring you to the right person when the right time comes. Like I don't, I was half joking that I have the right person for you, because like who knows? But I well, do think you're doing really good things for yourself. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a process. I'm growing. I think I've learned a lot about myself watching watching it back on TV. Um, I didn't so even that's it's think about it's pretty. That. It could be pretty sobering watching how you behave and you think you were acting one way and then actually seeing a different. And that's you know that for me is important. I want to learn and grow. So yeah. Um, that's what I'm doing. That's amazing. Well, we're going to watch the second part of the Hamptons Vanderpump tonight. So it's really exciting oh, times in this house. Some of, my be- some of my best stuff is my early stuff. So you have to see Oh, it. we, I mean, we've started throwing around more life as a joke because like, why not? But, um, early <laughs> Carl, like God, come on. It was the best. We honestly, it's a refreshing show. We watch a lot of reality TV, but Summer House is the only one I can seriously say that we've been like it's the most relatable content for the phase we are at in life like I am not a desperate housewife or a real housewife I am a 30 something hustler who's just trying to make a go in my life and so it's great and I think it's like just been a really fun thing to watch all of you guys oh the one thing I said the first thing I do when I get out of quarantine is to get that inflatable slide you guys had oh god yeah it's expensive is that how everyone went to the hospital yeah Two people <laughs> okay, then maybe I it, it, no, it's it was massive. I mean, it it was very difficult to like put put away and and get out because we we rented it from a like a party company. Oh, and they it, just it, left never, it there. Well, they we had to fold it up the next day and and have them pick it up and like oh, it was sucks. a disaster. It took it took two hours to fold it up and get it into the truck. We oh, and we no. had to do it ourselves. So it's, that it's is stuff that they don't really show, shitty. But, okay, know, well then, guess is. what? I am not renting that giant slide. It looked no, fun don't do it. on TV. Don't do it. Um, okay. It's been 41 minutes since we practiced doing this, but we also closed the show the same way we started. Okay. So, thank you so much for being here. I'm Sylvia. And I'm Carl. And this was Beauty. And Stuff. (laughs) Goodbye. Awesome. Awesome.